Time now for the morning line here on KMA. Stage 3 water conservation is now in effect in Shenandoah. Shenandoah City Council approved the declaration last night. With us in the studio to explain what Stage 3 is all about and why we're in it is Shenandoah Mayor Roger McQueen. Good morning to you, Roger. Good morning, Mike. Good to have you with us, sir, and uh, good to have you explain uh, what uh, is happening here. First of all, let's go ahead and talk about uh, Stage 3 water rationing. Uh, What are the restrictions that are covered under that particular uh, ordinance that was passed last night? Well, Stage 3 actually uh, is a... Stage one was a volunteer uh, process. We asked the citizens to just uh, watch their consumption. Now, stage three uh, is actually uh, we're uh, we're going to uh, hopefully start a rationing uh, effect in this. And, uh, you know, uh, this is the first part of it. We sent a press release out last night. Uh, You know, we're going to try to inform everyone. But what this actually entails is no person should uh, use any water to, to water their lawns or use water through a hose for their garden trees or shrubs, except between the hours of uh, 8 p.m. and midnight or between the hours of 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. So sprinkling will be permitted on Mondays at all locations, having even-numbered addresses on Thursdays at all locations with odd addresses. Uh, These restrictions shall apply to all residents and to all businesses and institutions. Uh, You know, this even includes the city. We will not be doing anything with the parks, ball fields, or anything like that. Uh, We don't want uh, any business uh, such that uh, produces uh, trees or plants or anything. Uh, They will still be uh, within their rights to to use water. so it does not actually apply to any person engaged in a business of growing or selling. Uh, no water can be used from a hose to wash automobiles. We suggest there you use a bucket. Uh, no swimming pools can be filled or water added to a swimming pool. So in essence, what this is doing, it's, it's just uh, like I say, stage one was a volunteer. This is actually putting some restrictions on it. We ask everybody to abide by them. Uh, also, uh, the difference between the stage one and stage three, stage one, you know, there was no enforcement, uh, stage three. Now there will be enforcements and you can be in violation, uh, if your water bill would, uh, increase a lot, uh, during this, um, you know, we'll be monitoring that and there is, uh, uh, civil penalties for that. Now, is there a set limit of uh, water that, uh, the average customer cannot go over, uh, I think Tim touched on that a little bit last night about the average water usage in uh, Shenandoah. Well, I think Tim basically come up with some figures and what was it, like 110 gallon per citizen, I think is what his number was. So, uh, you know, and according to, uh, you know, the engineers that he's talked to uh, that, that I completely have faith in, uh, you know, Shenandoah has done a very good job of, uh, of uh, keeping their consumption down. Uh, and so I, 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 he, he doesn't anticipate a problem. Uh, luckily, you know, we're going into October instead of going into to, uh, June or July. And so, uh, you know, just keep praying for rain, and uh, hopefully we won't have to have this in effect very long. But we will have to go ahead and, and, and do this until our wells start showing some improvement. And that's mainly the reason that was given for going to stage three last night. Talk about the situation with the water wells right now. How dire is the situation as far as the the water levels in those wells? Well, the water department has 
has done everything they could do. You know, we did this when we uh, enacted stage one. They've done everything they can to slow it down, to, to do their part on that. Uh, but the wells continue to decrease uh, in levels. And uh, it, it got to this point that last week uh, they felt that it was, uh, getting, it was getting serious enough that we needed to enact uh, the next step. And so uh, we, we met, you know, we looked at these. Uh, yeah, they, they are down from uh, a month ago even. So uh, until that river comes up and until we get some moisture, uh, we're going to be dealing with this. But I, I give them a uh, pat on the back for doing everything they possibly can to, to ensure that every citizen has uh, good, clean water. Now, you mentioned moisture, and uh, we gave the forecast before this interview, and we'll have more with weatherology in just a moment on that, but how much more moisture is needed before you can lift the Stage 3 and the, the water conservation measures that will be in effect in the community? Uh, I'm, it all it, you know, we can get a rain here, but the, the main thing is going to be you know getting that getting the river up. Uh, you know that's our that's going to be where we have to see the most uh, uh, flow. So, you know, I guess if they got a downpour up north, would be very beneficial to us. Sadly, if we get one here, it's all going to go downstream. So. Uh, to answer the question, Mike, I mean, I, I can't tell you. I mean, we need these wells to come up uh, a significant amount, you know, uh, all of them. Uh, so it's it's going to take that and just some really good rains. But, yeah, like I say, we need we need the river to come up to be the, ben- the best uh, solution to a lot of this. You know, if the nation would get back up to full level, that would that would make a big difference. Another question people might have is, does the city have adequate amounts of, of water for firefighting? I know that's a big concern about having enough water in the water tower. Absolutely. The water tower is. Uh, that, that'll never uh, decrease the point that we have to worry about that. So uh, that is something else, too, that we monitor monitor but uh yeah no we will the the tower will always have water for fire emergency you talked i know and we've talked in other uh uh, programs about uh, the two new water wells that are being constructed uh the council approved that uh two weeks ago as a matter of fact what's the status of the construction of the new water wells and how is that going to help the city's situation uh, it, it's moving forward. You know, they voted on it two weeks ago. Uh, now it's just a, uh, you know, getting the engineers in here and, and getting the, uh, getting the process started. And so, uh, it, it'll make a big difference. We have a couple of wells right now that are past their lifetime, I guess you'd want to say, you know, and so, uh, if we can put new, two new wells online, uh, that, that will make a big difference if, of course, then we have to fill them. But, uh, you know, if we can tap into these two uh, and then if we have to take a well offline for cleaning or for whatever or, heaven forbid, uh, the control thing got hit by lightning, whatever, something like that, you know, we, we're going to be we're going to be ahead of it by having these two new wells. You talked also last night about how Shenandoah is not the only community that is facing this. Uh, what other communities have had the experience of uh, going to water rationing or water conservation as of late in in Iowa? Uh, The two that I know of here just recently was uh, Osceola and Harlan. So uh, I know there's a few more. I was talking to uh, some different ones yesterday, and they are watching theirs just like we have been daily. And uh, so far they haven't uh, had to pull the plug, you know, uh, make a decoration. But, uh, you know, the 
from the guys I talked to yesterday in different towns, I mean, it's it's getting serious for them too. And so I would, you know, if we don't get some get some uh, major uh, rain and so forth pretty soon, you'll probably see a lot more, especially in the southwest corner. And if I recall correctly, Gary McClarnon, the city manager in Clarinda, uh, talked at a city council meeting there a couple of weeks ago about their water situation. So. And Justin Glisson, the state climatologist on the Morning Line program about a couple of weeks ago, said he's talked to other emergency managers in our area about the water situation. So, again, Shenandoah is not the only uh, community in this entire situation. Oh, no, not at all. We, uh, I mean, I think you're going to see this. You know, I've, I've been, uh, when I attended the uh, mayor's conference in Cedar Rapids, you know, uh, all the way up there and back, I mean, there's just everything is dry. I mean, you cannot believe the river levels uh, up through Des Moines and up in there. So, no, we're, we're not the only one. We're not the only one that's suffering from this. Uh, and so, uh, you know, it's up to every city. And I think, uh, you know, with our water department and the uh, city officials that are constantly watching this, uh, you know, no, no city or no city administrator or mayor wants their town to run out of water. And so it's going to uh, it's going to be a constant uh, uh, monitoring of it and constant, uh, you know, what, what can we do to make sure that we're conserving as much as we possibly can. Roger, if people have any questions about this stage three water rationing and other regulations that have to do with water, whom should they call? Uh, they can call City Hall at 246-1213. Uh, I believe they were going to get it on the city webpage today, the actual uh, uh, ordinance. And, of course, that was in the press release that uh, you put on KMA, right. too. So anybody that wants to uh, basically read the exact ordinance, it's on there. Uh, and so, But if they have any questions, I, I encourage them to call. Roger, we thank you very much for being with us this morning to talk about this very important uh, situation that the city is in right now. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it more in the future. But thanks for being with us this hey, morning. Thanks, Mike. And let's just keep hoping for rain. You bet. That's Shenandoah Mayor Roger McQueen on the morning line on KMA.